ID fanatic. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, and I was looking at this case, and this happened, I believe, in 1988 or 89 with the case of Judith Judith Barsi, B A R S B A R S I Barsi, where her father, she was 10 years old, killed her and her mom. He was an abusive, raging drunk. He was a piece of shit. Basically, he was jealous of her. He was jealous of his own daughter. Um, and he was very abusive. And they said he would tell anybody who listened that he would kill his wife and his daughter. And he made good on it where he took and shot her and then shot her mother. And they said he roamed the house for like two days. Doused the bodies with gasoline. And, um... And set the house on fire where he went out into the garage and he killed himself. It's, you can do some research. If you guys are interested in this case, you can go on YouTube because they have um, where they go to the location and they talk more in depth about the crime story. And it just really got to me because it, it really got, it really uh, bothered me because I've heard of her before. She was the voice of Anne-Marie in the the animated movie all dogs go to heaven and she was the voice of i forgot who she was in um land before time she always her character would be like yep 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 and oh my gosh that scene in all dogs go to heaven when she said charlie am i gonna see you again and he was like yes she was he was like don't he was like it's um it, that that scene right there well you guys get the point if you've seen the movie that that Oh my gosh, that that'll bring tears to your eyes knowing what happened to you. Her, you know, she was the voice of Anne Marie, and they the movies were released after she had passed. It's, it's just so sad. It's really sad, and um, it's been that case has been on my mind for a while. So I was doing some research and stuff like that on the case because it was really it was just really interesting to me. And she, I noticed she was born. June 6, 1978. And she's the same year as I am, and I'm October the 6th. You know, yes, I'm old. I'm an old girl. <laughs> you know, and she would have been the same age as I am today had she been alive. And I wonder sometimes if that girl would have survived her situation or if she, her, her mom would have got out of the abusive situation or away from him or something would have been done about him because they said that nobody they they couldn't prove physical even though he was emotionally he was abusing them emotionally and verbally and all kinds of things and i I don't know if it was physical it had to have been physical because they said at one point he took at a family party they had he was jealous because she, judith was getting more attention you know, you know so much attention and he followed her in the kitchen and yanked her by her ponytail so hard she fell to the floor so I'm taking, he probably did, you know, and they say as it went on, she got so distressed, she would pluck her eyebrows, her eyelashes, her eyelid, her eyelashes out and she plucked the whiskers off her cat because she was in, she was very distressed and it was just taking its toll on that little girl. She was being abused at home. It's sad. And there's a lot of cases like that. And I really think like when it comes to domestic violence and child abuse, any kind of cases of this stuff they need to step in and really really i don't give a damn what like come on now they really need to take action because it seems like these restraining orders aren't enough because these they they get the restraining orders and they still find a way 
to get in contact with them. They still find a way to come around to them to harm them and they end up killing them. And this shit ain't right, man. It ain't right. The system is fucked up and it's not protecting these women. It's not protecting these kids or anybody that's being abused. Whether they elderly, whether they men, whether they women, children, it don't matter. Anybody that's being abused, they're not protecting them and they really need to step that up. They really need to step it up. And it's just sad. It's it's just it's sad. The system is failing everybody. It really is. Because I really believe that little girl, well, she's, you know, she's going to always be 5 or 10 because that's when her life ended. She's always 5 or 10. Um, should have, have had a chance in this world. And she probably would have done some major things as a young actress. That girl probably would have been directing and everything else under the sun. Who knows, you know? Who knows? We, you know, we've been robbed of what could have we? We've been robbed of what could have been, you know. Because I do remember as a child seeing her in the little uh, commercials for cereal, toys, and all kinds of stuff like that. The little Campbell Soup commercials, and what was strange? She was in a movie called Fatal Vision, where her father killed her in the movie. Ain't that some shit? Where what happened to her in the film happened? in her real life her her real life and that's just it's it's just haunting and spooky in itself but i hope you guys you know look up the case on judith barzi you know google her case or you can go on youtube google you know just look look it up and read it for yourself and see what you think about that and i'm going to wrap this up and i want everybody i want to thank everybody for always tuning in sharing supporting the podcast the way that you do you know i always gotta thank you guys because i love you guys i love you um and i gotta wish my kitties a happy Saturday. saturday you know show them love care protection compassion always not just on you know on Saturday, saturday every day each and every day not you know show all animals Big and small, land or sea, strays and disabled, love, care, compassion, and protection always because we are their voice. They cannot speak for themselves. You know, so we have to stand. We have to stand for them, you know. Um, so you guys, um, don't forget to go. If you're on Facebook, type in The Queen Has Spoken. I have a creator's page. Go like and follow the page and engage the page. And also, um, don't forget to hit the listener support button. Show your support for the podcast. It's greatly appreciated. Um, share the podcast, you know. Engage me. Um, I really appreciate you guys checking me out each and every Saturday. And I'm also happy to be back for this fresh new year. I couldn't wait, y'all. I couldn't wait to get back to y'all because I kind of I kind of figured y'all was missing me. And I was missing you guys too, but I'm going to end this. And you guys have a great Saturday and I am out. Peace. Hello and welcome to The Queen Has Spoken. I am your host, Brandy Queen Bee be whatever you want to call me long as you call me by my name respectfully and we're good okay guys i want to talk about joe biden's classified document drama um and i have a question the same he did the same exact thing that they said trump has done was found with classified documents in his home they found them in his garage and they're saying that it went as far back as him doing this since the obama era presidency um so 
that was way before Trump was in office. Are they going to do the same thing to him as they've done to Trump? Because it's been real quiet. It's been real quiet, you know. And I feel like this, what's good for the goose is good for the game. So all this talk about, oh, he's got classified documents, da-da-da-da-da, and how they raided his home. Did they do the same to Biden's homes? Or home or homes? Did they? Hmm. But this is what I'm getting. It says, it's President Joe Biden's refuge from Washington, a place that's part home office, part Sunday family dinner venue. And this is from the 13th. So I'm going to just go back to this to this article. And it's coming from CBS News. And it says, um, stay placed for his treasured 1967 Corvette and a makeshift campaign studio during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, Mr. Biden's home in Wilmington, Delaware, is coming under fresh scrutiny as a repository of classified material. The White House confirmed Thursday that classified records were found in the garage of the Biden's Wilmington home, as well as an adjacent room. The disclosure came three days after the White House said similarly classified materials were located at Mr. Biden's former institute in Washington. The discoveries taken together prompted attorney General Merrick Garland to tap a special counsel to oversee the matter. The announcement shines a brighter spotlight on Mr. Biden's Wilmington house, where he regularly, regularly spends the weekends and where he finds more freedom in a homier atmosphere than at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Quote, I said when I was running, I wanted to be president, not to live in the White House, but to be able to make the decisions about the future of the country. End quote. The president said in February 2021, just after he took office, living in the White House, he said, is a little like a gilded cage in terms of being able to walk outside and do things. So far in his presidency, Mr. Biden has spent part or all of 194 days in his home state of Delaware, spending most weekends in either at his Wilmington Wilmington home or in Rehoboth Beach, where he owns a $2.7 million home. According to an Associated Press tally, He will head to Wilmington again this weekend. Despite an onslaught of criticism, particularly from Republicans for regularly escaping to the state, White House officials says the time spent in Wilmington is important for a president who traveled home nightly during the 36 years he served as a senator. Biden also can stand up presidential operations at home where he regularly meets with advisors and an aide from the National Security Council travels with the president during Wilmington weekends. Quote, every president can work from anywhere they are because that is how presidencies are equipped, end quote. Former White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said in February 2022, as Russia began invading Ukraine and Biden was preparing for another weekend in Wilmington, she confirmed that Biden can make secure calls from anywhere he is. Yes. End quote. Hmm. Really? <laughs> it's a long article, you guys. It's a long article. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time reading it. But I think we see what they're getting at. So what they're pretty much saying, and this is just my opinion, my opinion, that it's okay for him to have classified documents in his home because he's, quote, working from home. He's not staying in the White House. No. Uh uh-uh take your ass to to the white house that's where you're conducting business and you're doing service for the american people for the country 
So that's where you need to be, whether you want to or not. And it doesn't matter if you want to go outside or whatever. You sleep all the time, Sleepy Joe. Anyway, oh, can't stand them people. I don't like them, y'all. I'm sorry. And I'm not, I'm like, I've told y'all several times over and over again, I'm a proud independent. I'm not for either side. I'm not standing for either side, but right is right and wrong is wrong. You know, and I'm going to call it like I see it. And I'm calling it like I see it. And I feel like this. He should get the same amount of treatment they did Trump. Like, they really dragged this man. Like, it's just ridiculous to me. I think it's ridiculous. They, he needs to he needs to get the same treatment he does. Because that shit, that's, no. That's, that, it's, it's, not, it's just not cool to me. But let's talk about some other things. Let's talk about some weird, weird, strange things. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> people are admitting they like golden showers. Like, uh, the city girl, girl Carisho, uh, she had a show she was talking about. She admitted that she likes golden showers. Now, everybody's talking about, ain't nothing wrong with it. But before she even said that, everybody was, you know... If that was that subject was even brought up, I don't want nobody pissing on me. I don't want nobody urinating on me. That's so disgusting. That's nasty. And it's still disgusting and nasty. I don't give a damn who your favorite person is talking about what they like and all the stuff. And to me, I think everybody is just really pulling stunts for attention or whatever the case is, just by saying some off the wall weirdo shit. Cause ain't no way I want somebody's bodily fluids on me. It's not sexy. It's not a turn on at all it's disgusting so what's next are y'all gonna if somebody you really like that's very popular say oh i like to eat shit so what y'all gonna say ain't nothing wrong with eating shit y'all just hating y'all just mad that's just how y'all sound like a bunch of fucking robots like really i guess morals are oh boy morals are in the toilet these days like god damn like what do y'all parents teach y'all if they even teach y'all anything if they're even parenting because from the way things look y'all parents is bullshit and i'm so serious i am so serious and i'm honest about it i'm i'm honest because i'm 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 just seeing so much stupidity in the world immoral stupidity i am and it's just it's just crazy to me it's just crazy to me but anyway let's i want to um discuss some things i I don't know if I talked about it on any of my episodes. I don't know. I'm not sure, but I will this time. And I'll mention this again, that I like to watch the ID channel and I like the true crime and all that kind of stuff and look into cases, you know, cases and stuff that's, you know, I just like to look into crime cases and stuff. Like I'm, I'm an ID fanatic. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, and I was looking at this case and this happened, I believe in 1988 or 89 with the case of Judith, Judith Barsi, B-A-R-S, B-A-R-S-I Barsi, where her father, she was 10 years old, killed her and her mom. He was an abusive, raging drunk. He was a piece of shit. Basically, he was jealous of her. He was jealous of his own daughter. Um, and he was very abusive. And they said he would tell anybody who listened that hey, he would kill his wife and his daughter. And he made good on it where he took and shot her and then shot her mother. And they said he roamed the house for like two days, doused the bodies with gasoline. And um, 
and set the house on fire where he went out into the garage and he killed himself. It's, you can do some research. If you guys are interested in this case, you can go on YouTube because they have um, where they go to the location and they talk more in depth about the crime story. And it just really got to me because it, it really got, it really, uh, bothered me because I've heard of her before. She was the voice of Amory in the, the animated movie, all dogs go to heaven. And she was the voice of, I forgot who she was in, um, land before time. And she always, her character would be like, yep, yep, yep. And, Oh my gosh, that scene in All Dogs Go to Heaven when she said, Charlie, am I gonna see you again? And he was like, Yes. He was he was like, Don't he was like, it's um it, that that scene right there, well, you guys get the point if you've seen the movie that that oh my gosh, that that'll bring tears to your eyes knowing what happened to you. Her, you know, she was the voice of Anne Marie. And they the movies were released after she had passed. It's, it's just so sad. It's really sad, and um, it's been, that case has been on my mind for a while, so I was doing some research and stuff like that on the case, because it was really, it was just really interesting to me, and she, I noticed she was born June 6, 1978, and she's the same year as I am, and I'm October the 6th, you know, yes, I'm old, I'm an old girl, <laughs> you know, and she would have been the same age as I am today had she been alive. And I wonder sometimes if that girl would have survived her situation or if she, her, her mom would have got out of the abusive situation or away from him or something would have been done about him because they said that nobody, they, they couldn't prove physical, even though he was emotionally, he was abusing them emotionally and verbally and all kinds of things. And I, I don't know if it was physical. It had to have been physical because they said at one point he took at a family party they had, he was jealous because Judith was getting more attention, you know, know, so much attention, and he followed her in the kitchen and yanked her by her ponytail so hard she fell to the floor. So, I'm taking, he probably did, you know, and they say as it went on, she got so distressed, she would pluck her eyebrows, her eyelashes, her her eyelashes out, and she plucked the whiskers off her cat because she was in she was very distressed and it was just taking its toll on that little girl she was being abused at home it's sad and there's a lot of cases like that and I really think like when it comes to domestic violence and child abuse any kind of cases of this stuff they need to step in and really really I don't give a damn what like come on now they really need to take action because it seems like these restraining orders aren't enough because these they they get the restraining orders and they still find a way to get in contact with them they still find a way to come around to them to harm them and they end up killing them and this shit ain't right man it ain't right the system is fucked up and it's not protecting these women it's not protecting these kids or anybody that's being abused whether they elderly whether they men, whether they women, children, it don't matter. Anybody that's being abused, they're not protecting them. And they really need to step that up. They really need to step it up. And it's just sad. It's it's just it's sad. The system is failing everybody. It really is. Because I really believe that little girl, well, she's, you know, she's going to always be 5 or 10. Because that's when her life ended. She's always 5 or 10. Um, 
should have have had a chance in this world and she probably would have done some major things as a young actress that girl probably would have been directing and everything else under the sun who knows you know who knows we you know we've been robbed of what could have we we've been robbed of what could have been you know because i do remember as a child seeing her in the little uh commercials for cereal toys and all kinds of stuff like that the little campbell soup commercials and what was strange she was in a movie called fatal vision where her father killed her in the movie ain't that some shit where what happened to her in the film happened in her real life her her real life and that's just it's it's just haunting and spooky in itself but i hope you guys you know look up the case on judith barzy you know google her case or you can go on youtube google you know just look look it up and read it for yourself and see what you think about that and i'm going to wrap this up and i want everybody i want to thank everybody for always tuning in sharing supporting the podcast the way that you do you know i always gotta thank you guys because i love you guys i love you um and i gotta wish my kitties a happy Day saturday you know show them love care protection compassion always not just on you know on Saturday Saturday every day each and every day not you know show all animals big and small land or sea strays and disabled love care compassion and protection always because we are their voice they cannot speak for themselves you know so we have to stand we have to stand for them you know um so you guys um don't forget to go if you're on facebook type in the queen has spoken i have a creators page go like and follow the page and engage the page and also um don't forget to hit the listener support button show your support for the podcast is greatly appreciated um share the podcast you know engage me um i really appreciate you guys checking me out each and every Saturday. And I'm also happy to be back for this fresh new year. I couldn't wait, y'all. I couldn't wait to get back to y'all because I kind of I kind of figured y'all was missing me. And I was missing you guys too, but I'm going to end this. And you guys have a great Saturday and I am out. Peace.